On the farm today, it's Thursday and time to check out the latest crop report from Saskatchewan's Ministry of Agriculture. Joining me right now, Crops Extension Specialist Matt Struthers. And Matt, some shower activity across parts of the province this week. Yeah, we finally got some rain. I was uh, a bit surprised to um, to experience it. It's been a, quite a while since I've been in a rainstorm, but um, that certainly uh, will delay f- uh, producers for a few days. Um, but they'll get right back into the field and, and continue with their with their good progress. We have seven percent of the crop uh, now combined, with another six percent uh, ready to straight combine. So uh, well ahead of our five year average of one percent uh, combine for this time of year, and then two percent uh, ready to straight combine. So yeah, farmers have made. Uh, very good progress and and I'm sure no one was out there complaining about the rain. I'm sure they weren't. Everyone was pretty happy to see that. Can you break down what's actually going through the combine these days? 54% of winter wheat, 51% of fall rye and 37% of field pea and then 29% of lentils are now in the bin. Um, so that's, you know, that's that's quite normal. Usually, you know, uh, winter cereals and then your pulses come off first. Uh, but there's um, quite a few fields of canola being swathed and I'm sure being combined quite quickly. Um, and then, you know, harvest is most advanced in the south uh, and west central region. Uh, 12% of the crop in the southwest is combined. 8% of the crop in the east or southeast, sorry, is uh, combined. And then 7% of the crop in the west central region uh, is now combined. And then, you know, west central or the east central and and north regions will catch up in a, probably about a week or so. Uh, they just they always start a little later. Now, of course, we talked uh, off the start about the fact that we did see some moisture. Definitely a welcome sight. Most of the province saw rain, except for the west central region, uh, which isn't surprising. They haven't got a lot of rain all summer long, so why change now? Um, but yeah, some areas got up um, up over an inch, um, and you know that'll certainly help. Um, the biggest benefit will be to pasture and hayland. Um, uh, but you know, for for annual crops, the the likelihood of of that that rain changing anything is very very slim. Um, so we're just hoping to see some some regrowth on the pasture land and and going into the fall and winter with uh, um, just with new growth. What is the situation as far as moisture conditions for cropland and and pasture? Uh, there was a slight increase this week to uh, moisture conditions, just just with the, the small amount of rain. People, I think uh, my reporters got a little excited, but it's good to see uh, the optimism and the hope there. Um, cropland topsoil moisture is rated as 6% adequate, 32% short, and 62% very short. Uh, hay and pasture land was rated as 5% adequate, 28% short, and 67% short. So those numbers improved slightly from last week. Um, but uh, with the with the heat and the wind that's on the forecast, um, it'll dry down quite quickly. And of course, uh, when we are talking about hay and pasture land, hay yields, of course, well below average this year. Most dry land hay field uh, hay yields are are below a, a ton per acre, which is very quite you know so that's very low. Um, except for for green feed, it's coming in at about uh, one ton per acre, so still very low. Um, but uh, but it's just good to see that that means that uh, quite a few producers are out there cutting annual crops uh, and uh, baling it for, for green feed and hopefully selling it to, to livestock producers who needed it. Um, you know, the, the yields for irrigated um, irrigated fields are quite, uh, quite, a, uh, quite a bit higher than uh, dry land, of course. They have the advantage of uh, irrigation, uh, but they're still quite a bit lower than they normally would be. And when we uh, talk uh, about the crops themselves, as we said, harvest activity is underway, but we are still seeing some damage 
occurring to the crop that is standing out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some windstorms, uh, of course, that came with that rain and um, and laid, laid some crops down, you know, and, and lodged that crop. So it'll make it difficult for for some producers to to harvest. And of course, the drought stress is always there. The heat's always there or that heat damage is, has, has been there and it's caused uh, the damage it's going to cause. Um, wildlife such as uh, grasshoppers and, or uh, gophers and um, gophers and uh, you know elk and deer have uh, started to munch on some things, and grasshoppers and flea beetles have have uh, um, definitely done their part in damage as well. Definitely a, a challenging year for producers, whether you're in the crop sector or in the livestock sector these days. Yeah, no, certainly a very challenging year, and it's good to see that uh, a lot of a lot of programs um, offered by the ministry can help a lot of producers and then a lot of the funding that's coming out um, both federally and provincially that's there to, to help both grain farmers and livestock producers. I've been talking with Matt Struthers. Matt is a crops extension specialist with the Ministry of Agriculture for Golden West. I'm Glendalee Allen-Vossler.